When I was in college, I had a job, and um, I rose up the ladder a little bit, and it was in house, uh, housekeeping, and I was given a beeper, and any time that my beeper uh, buzzed me, um, I'd get an extra hour of pay. So it could be something that lasted five minutes or ten minutes, but it's sort of my hazardous pay. Have you ever refereed a ball game or been an umpire at a ball game? Well, you don't get paid $50 just for calling balls and strikes for an hour. You get paid $50 because some of the abuse you take from fans and from coaches. It's called what? Hazardous pay. So I'd like to ask you, what was the worst job you ever had? Was it worth the pay that you got? You couldn't pay me to do that. There's some jobs right now, friends in Christ, you just can't pay me enough to do that. I will not do that. It's too scary, it's too dangerous, and I just don't feel adequate. Have you ever felt that way? A hazardous job, a job that you just didn't want to do. What are some jobs that you would refuse to do even if you got paid handsomely? I don't think I could be a person who could minister shots or draw blood. That wouldn't be my thing. I was at the zoo this morning with my son, and I don't think I'd like to clean up after elephants either. That's a job you can never offense, the job you couldn't pay me to do. But I want to talk about some very dangerous jobs that sometimes receive a lot of hazardous pay. And this is according to Okay. This is according to um, Kiplinger and Cron.com. The first most dangerous job, if you haven't guessed it, is being a pilot. Because when your plane goes bad, the results are usually what? Death. That's right. The next most dangerous job is Mike's most dangerous job is a fisherman. Now, I was just in Alaska two summers ago, and we watched the deadliest catch, but there was a fishing boat that got lost, and many times being a fisherman is very hazardous. If you don't know what you're doing, you could be easily injured or maimed. The next most dangerous job is being a logger. Well, enough said with that. Logging large trees can be very dangerous. Oil well, trigger, oil well dr drillers are also very dangerous. High holding this clicker right now is dangerous for me, so. Um, being an oil well driller is also a very dangerous job. Now, I, I'm trying to pull up the picture because this is one job I just refuse to do because I don't like heights. So I would never be a person that would like climb up on top of windmills or trans transmission towers and change in the, like, the top of the Willis Tower light. That would be one thing that I will not do. I don't care how much I get paid to do that. Now, it might sound odd, but this is another very dangerous. Here we go. Hopefully, we, we got this. Here's another very dangerous job. If we go ahead and flip it. And the next most dangerous job, it might not seem that dangerous, but during COVID-19, it's appeared to be so. Nurses. Nursing is a very dangerous occupation, just not because I can contract, a person can contract something like coronavirus, but there's a lot of stress and a lot of time, and there's a lot of anguish, and there's a lot of care. Uh, if you've been a nurse, you know a nurse, you are a nurse, that could be a very dangerous job too, a hazardous, and many people get burned out from it. Next most dangerous job is something rather frequent. We have praised them recently, and that's being a trucker. And truckers too. Um, accidents and weather, your truck getting blown off the road, and various other hazards. Trucking can be a very hazardous position. And ranking right up there, and maybe some of you have done that, I met one who did this who said many times they ended up in the in somebody's living room or kitchen or even a bathroom are, here we go, roofers. So roofers also very dangerous. Next most dangerous job, I wouldn't seem that way, but my younger brother does this. He's a construction foreman. And finally, 130 of these die each year. 
We've heard much of this in the news lately, but being a police officer, a private detective, can be a very dangerous job as well. Most dangerous jobs in America, um, you can think about those that you would like to do or what you need to be paid to do that. I think there's some jobs that I thank God that I'm in the career that I'm in, that I'm in the calling, but it wasn't my choice. Okay. Well, he had a very dangerous profession as well, and he was a prophet, and we know him as Jeremiah. Now, I'm not going to quote the song, Jeremiah was a bullfrog, bullfrog, because that's like really a nonsensical sort of song, but Jeremiah was a prophet, and his words weren't very well received, and he was stuck in a mud pit, and he slowly descended into it until his death. Prophets, as Jesus said, a prophet's never welcome in their own town. And Jesus has this, said this in the same way they persecute the prophets who were before you. Jeremiah was a prophet, and he was persecuted for being a godly person. It was a very dangerous job, and its hazardous pay maybe not be that well on earth. So I'd like to introduce you to another very dangerous job. Uh, and, I, and so I'll give you out the job description or uh, what's entitled it. Wanted individuals who... Individuals who must be willing to have family members betray you. So there's going to be family members, when you're in this job, they will betray you. They don't care for you. The next qualification for this job would be willing to be hated by others. Wow. Be people who despise you and what you do. The next qualification for this job would be will never become equal or greater than your teacher or boss. So you're sort of stuck on the lower wrong or the lower ladder, right? Isn't this sounding very, uh, very encouraging? Not really, okay? Next qualification for this job would be, next would be never climb the ladder of success. Where you are, you stay at. There's no way to climb up. Also, we'll be called what? The next one, you'll be called grotesque names. And finally, if this doesn't clinch at all, very low compensation. And by the way, you need to raise your own funds. Any takers? Anybody want that career? Call grotesque names, never rise above your boss. Family members betray you, people despise you. No way to rise up, okay? So let me give you some hints of what this position might be. Job hints. And notice where I'm going to refer from. Brother will betray brother and father his children, and children will rebel. Matthew 10, 21. By the way, it's all from the gospel reading. The next qualification would be, all will hate you because of me. Matthew 10, 22. Next qualification would be, a student is not above his teacher, nor a servant above his master. Okay, Matthew 10, 24. You're getting the idea where this job description is coming from? The next job description is, if the head of the house will be called Beelzebub, does anybody know who Beelzebub is? The devil. Then you will be called Beelzebub as well. That's the next qualification. And what's the job? Being a disciple of Jesus Christ. Now, then, now, and always. Any takers, and no offense, Cassidy, welcome to church work. <laughs> All right. Woo! Now, these aren't the job description I came up with, or Pastor Learning came up with, or our church came up with. These are job descriptions that Jesus came up with. We'll be despised by family members, hated by many, called grotesque names, will never rise above a master. Despised by many. That's what Jesus says. That's what Jesus told his disciples before he sent them out. I'm sending you out like sheep before its shears and those who will harm you. Doesn't sound very encouraging, does it? Now this is, this is going to be, any takers? Okay, this is going to be very different. Let's go ahead and flip the screen. This is going to be very different from modern day TV preachers and megachurches. 
This sermon will not be repeated there. Every day to them is like a Friday. Isn't Friday a great day? Now, I just love Fridays. Why? Because most of the week and I get off, of course, I work on Saturdays and Sundays. Some people think that's the only day I work. Never mind, okay? Um, but every day is a Friday. Become a Christian. Every day is a Friday, and every day is going to be great. And you get to go out for pizza and maybe a movie, and you get to sit back and relax the weekends here. That's what TV preachers, that's what mega church pastors will tell you. Every day can be a Friday. Just buy my book for $10.99, and every day will be a Friday, okay? The other thing mega churches tell us is the Little Train That Could Sermon series. And if you just listen to the Little Train That Could Sermon series, and if you just work a little bit harder, then your life will be fine. Because I've come up with these 10 steps. And you just need to be like the little train. Everybody remember the story of the little train that had to go up the hill? I think I can, I think I can, I think I can. And that's what you need to do. And if you do that, then guess what? Everything's going to be fine hunky dory through life. Okay? Or, ten steps to happiness and success God's way. Because God does want you to be rich and famous and well-liked. That is what modern-day TV preachers and megachurch pastors will tell you. That you can have a really nice and splendid life. But that sort of contradicts the whole thing Jesus said. Because Jesus said that family members won't like you, and you'll be called bad names, and people will despise you, and you'll never come above me. And if people call me the devil, just imagine what they're going to call you. It's very different. Wow. Doesn't sound very encouraging. But here's the thing. Being a disciple of Jesus Christ today is a hazardous job but it has wonderful benefits. It really does. Stand firm to the end and be saved. That's what Jesus says. Stand firm and you will be in the kingdom of heaven with me. That's what Stephen said, Lord, receive my spirit when he was the first martyr. He was stoned to death. That's what he said. Stand firm to the end and you will be with me in paradise. What else did Jesus say? What's the most quoted command from the Bible? Well, anyone want to take a guess? Believe it or not, it's there 365 times. Read it for me. That's the, most command, that's the biggest command in the Bible. Don't be afraid. Have no fear. Matter of fact, in the gospel lesson today, Jesus says it three times. In spite of your family members not liking you and you'll be called names, you have to raise your own funds, and the world will call you devil or worse, and all the other things that go with it, Jesus says, don't be afraid. Don't have fear. Don't be afraid, I'm with you, fear not. God never promised a smooth flight, but only a what? Take that from a guy who doesn't like to fly, okay? If your flight is rough, don't worry about it. It's going to be a smooth landing, guarantee. God will bring you home safely, that's his promise. It's hazardous pay. Same thing Jesus promised to the prophets and to all his children. Let's go ahead and move on. Fear God only, he's the only one that can destroy body and soul in hell. The devil can't send you to hell. The world can't send you to damnation. Only God the Father can. He's the only one who has power over our soul and our body. He's the only one that we need to fear. Not fear in the sense of being afraid, like, you know, Dorothy and the Tin Man and the Scarecrow and the Cowardly Lion. Not that type of fear, but a respect and awe for God's love for us. This is what St. Paul tells us. For in Christ we are more than conquerors, for I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, let's continue, neither the present nor the future nor any powers, neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from uh, the, the love of God that is from God that is Christ Jesus our Lord. Did you count how many things that can't separate you from God? There's ten things. It's not by accident. Ten times God said and he made the world. 
There are ten commandments, right? There are ten beatitudes. Yes or no? Yes. Ten is a very frequent thing in the Bible. Ten things can't separate you and I from the love of God in Christ. While being a disciple in this day and age might be hazardous, the blessing is there's nothing that can separate us, and we don't need to fear the world. We only need to fear God because he's the ultimate judge and ultimate control of all creation. Ten things. Ten things. The will of the Father is to love dearly. So any big Father's Day celebrations? I know even on Facebook some people celebrate their fathers who are now with their Lord in heaven. And sometimes we look back at our fathers and we realize sometimes their sinfulness. We also realize that they loved us dearly. But the love of a father is to love us dearly. See, God says this. A sparrow that's worth, we'll roll it back one, sorry. A sparrow that's worth a penny and a half, I know when it falls. Now, I don't care about a penny and a half, all right? No offense. I mean, it just doesn't matter. A penny and a half doesn't really change my fortune. doesn't make me or break me. But God knows when a sparrow falls, that's worth only a penny and a half. God knows, matter of fact, the number of what? Here's your head for some of us is thinning, some of it's gone, some of it, never mind, okay? He knows that. He knows the specific details about us because he loves us dearly. The Father loves us dearly. And the will of the Father loves us dearly. We are worth much. So while there are hazards in being a disciple, the love of God the Father backs us up. It was once said that God the Father has a huge refrigerator in heaven, and he has our picture on that, all of our pictures on that refrigerator. Well, his what? Children. He pulls out his wallet. Do you see my 1.2 billion kids? Never mind, all right? That's the type of love he has for us. Let's go ahead and flip again. Acknowledge him. I'm a disciple, and I sometimes take grief and guff, and the world doesn't like me because of it. But I acknowledge you because you acknowledge me. Jesus says this, there's the crown of heaven. Be faithful even to the point of what? Death, and I'll give you the what? You ever thought about that maybe one day you and I might have to die for our faith? It's not very encouraging. But our Lord said that because there's many Christians who have gone before us who died for their faith. They are martyrs or witnesses of Jesus Christ. Be faithful to the point of death and I'll give you the what? A crown. A crown in heaven, eternity with him. What blessing that is. Let's go ahead and flip again. How about this for a closing thought? About hazardous pay. If anyone come after me, let him deny himself. Pick up his cross and what? Follow me into lifelong eternity and glory. And all God's people say, Amen. Amen.